Welcome to Rex Factor. This week, Harold the First. With your hosts, Graham Duke and Ali Hood. Another X Factor, Harold the First. Harold the First, yes. So last time we did King Canute, who won the Rex Factor. He was awesome. Only, he deserved it. Only the third one, but 1035 he dies, and after a long successful reign, his uh, his brilliant empire is just starting to come under pressure with his sons in charge of looking after it. One of which is this chap. Then. One of which is this chap, and we also remember a big important thing for this week is his bigamy. Excellent. So yeah. we had Elgafu of Northampton, who is sort of his first wife, but then Emma of Normandy, who is his sort of more proper wife. With the agreed children. With the agreed children as heirs, but he yeah. didn't really sort out exactly how that was meant to work out. He didn't get rid of his first wife, so he had this two-wife situation going on. And we have something of Cold War mothers operating <laughs> here. They're trying to get their son Is it a co- power. Is one of them... East and one of them west? Does, it, does that metaphor go any deeper? Or? <laughs> um, I suppose you could say that Emma is east and okay. accounted being from France, which in as this case to, is far eastern Europe, okay. as opposed to Northampton. So, Harold I, um, he's born roughly 1015, so he's about 20 years old when he comes to the throne, and he is the son of Elgafu of Northampton, so that's the first wife. Not, not, not the agreed. Not the agreed one. Oh, right. Mm. Interesting. Uh, so, yes, and he is the 27th great-grand-uncle of Elizabeth II, mm. apparently. Okay. So, well, yeah, I suppose he is. And he's nicknamed Harold Harefoot. Why? Because he was meant to be quite proficient at hunting. Hares? Well, I imagine, yes. yes. And I guess quite quick on his feet. It's a shame. How <laughs> <laughs> much Richard the Lionheart? Yeah. Good at ripping out lions' hearts. Harefoot. <laughs> Jeepers, poor chap. Running Let's call hands. him Harold the First. Yes, well, we better. have. Yeah, well, yeah, much better. How's he look on the card? Uh, relaxed. He's drinking. He's got his hand on his, fit, on his uh, waist. He's looking pretty relaxed and a nice pair of jeans by the looks of things. But <laughs> they do look like yeah. jeans, yeah. He's looking good. Yeah. He looks like a 70s rock band. Member. He does actually, yeah. He's got that bandana around him yeah, as well, doesn't beard. he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a bit of an alien in a way to history. We don't know an awful lot about him, so this is probably just a sort of generic looking Viking. Right. No particular standard features that we can pick out mm. as being very Harold esque. But he, you say Viking, but his dad was very Saxon. Very Saxon. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And in fact, well, his mother was a Saxon. Right. So in many ways, he's a, he's so a Saxon he's, he's child. Trying to, is he like his dad trying to marry Well, I mean, he'd, he'd actually grown up in Denmark originally right, okay. and then sort of came over. But he's all those people in that time, they're moving around Scandinavia, England, yeah. lots of movement. So, as we said, he isn't the one who was meant to be the legitimate heir. That was Harthur Canute, who was the son of Emma. Yeah. But there's a bit of a problem for Harthur Canute, namely that when Canute dies, Harthur Canute is in Denmark, where he is the king. And him and another brother, Sven, who was also from the first marriage, yeah. are fighting together to keep Magnus I out of Denmark, who's just taken Norway. So they're trying to stop Denmark being invaded, hoping to get Norway back. But this means that they can't just come back to England to be king. 
Right. So half okay, the commute yeah. has to stay in Denmark to do that fighting. So the suggestion is that Harold is going to be regent. And this is with half the Canute's blessing as well. He, he's not going to come back to England because he's too busy. So Har- Harold I is going to be regent instead okay. of his brother. Okay. I'd have done that differently. Yeah, well, we'll come to that. <laughs> <laughs> How I would be king. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a feature. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not universally popular, so Emma, obviously, as the mother of half the Canute, isn't too happy to see her rival's son. Mm-hmm. Um, who obviously she sees as this rather awkward. You wouldn't be too happy if you were the wife and yeah, your husband's got yeah, another yeah. wife and then her son becomes it's king wrong, yeah. over yours. So she's not very happy. Neither is her friend and ally Godwin, who's the powerful yes, this chap. Earl of yeah, Wessex. Yeah. Um, so they fear they're going to lose their dominance, but everybody else pretty much accepts that it's the only thing possible because you need to have someone in charge yeah. in England at the time. Um, they agree to it, ultimately, Emma and Godwin, with the proviso that they keep control of the treasury in Wessex. Okay. So they've got a bit more power, and Wessex is still the heartland, so they want to keep That's great, the though, dominance there. Even though there's this great big Viking empire from the North Sea, mm. Wessex is the heart. Still there. Yeah. So, uh, so the, the, that whole Saxon heartland has become the capital of the, of the Viking In a way, yeah. world. That's brilliant. The big this focal is, point. This is a great... Because England great is the richest country, despite all of the raids and everything. Yeah. England's still very, very rich. Yeah, with the farmlands. Indeed. Yeah. So, they're not quite sure, nevertheless, in terms of the coins, which is that old problem for the Saxons, whose head do they put on the coins now? Yeah. Because Harold yeah. is technically regent, but half the Canute hasn't been crowned. There's two sides to a coin, though. <laughs> That's a very profound point. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what they did, sometimes they had Harold, sometimes they had half the Canute, sometimes they actually just carried on with Canute, uh, who was this reassuring figure of unity yeah. that everybody could get behind. Harold, as I said, not very well known to history. It suggested that probably he didn't actually do an awful lot, and it was his mother, Elgafu of Northampton, who was actually running the yeah. show. So she was the queen mother actually running it. Yeah. And, and she had a policy of bribing the nobles and the churchmen because she wants to get him as the actual king. Because if Harthur Canute comes back to take his throne, she'll get kicked out, Emma will be in, and their power will be over. Kicked out of the treasury? Um, well, no, Emma's got the treasury, Elgafu's got the king. Okay, so she'll just get kicked out of being in any way powerful. Yeah, she'll just get completely yeah. kicked out. So she Sent wants. In, well, probably, yeah. yeah. So she wants Harold to become permanent king, not just the regent. Yeah. So she's bribing the nobles, bribing the churchmen to support his claim to be the outright king. Um, has some success. The Archbishop of Canterbury refuses to actually crown him. Yeah. So she doesn't get absolutely everything. But for the most part, the leading nobles accept that in the absence of somebody else, they might as well have him as king. Yeah. So it's all unravelling a little bit for Emma. But no one's putting their life on line. No one's actually making it official. Because that would be a head chopping off. Not yet. Right. Okay. Um, things get worse for Harth Canute because his brother Sven dies in ten, early in 1036, which means that he's now fighting alone against Magnus mm-hmm. of Norway, so he's absolutely not in a position to come back mm-hmm. still. Um, so Harold takes advantage, or Elgafu takes advantage, and they start to work at really cementing him as that proper king. So even Godwin starts to support him, because he'd initially been with Emma and opposing him. Godwin start, Godwin's... The Earl of Wessex. Yeah. Even he now is deciding, actually, I might as well throw in my lot with oh, Harold. Right. okay. Because he figures that if he wants to stay in power again, he's got to support yeah. the guy who's actually there. 
a King John Richard the Lionheart on the Crusades business. Very much. Mm. They just get behind the person who's there. They don't know when or if at all yeah. Arthur Canute's going to come back. So everybody now supporting Harold. Emma obviously doesn't because there's yeah. no way that she can. So she goes into exile in Bruges. Um, but apparently she does then come back to Winchester um, to settle. And she brings some of Arthur Canute's um, hearskarls, hearskarls, who are this specially trained... Ah, uh, yes, the bodyguard, bodyguard yeah. yeah. Yeah, 1066 knowledge. It's, 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 it's all coming. It's coming. through. It's coming. Yeah. So especially trained bodyguard. She brings them back over to keep her safe. But she's not happy and she's getting worried that this is all turning a bit bad. So she decides to take measures to correct this. Mm. As well as Hartha Canute, she was also mother to some other sons because she was originally married to Ethelred. The... Unready. Unready. She was his oh, second yeah. wife. Yeah. So that's why Canute had married her, because yeah. then that linked Saxon yeah. Yeah, Viking. Now, yeah. So she had two sons by Ethelred, who were Alfred and Edward. Right. And they're both in exile in Normandy. So she sends a letter to them, uh, bidding them to return from their exile and basically sort things out with Harold. And they, they've they got the power to do this, they've got some influence over they're, them. Well, they're um, adults. So Edward's, who's the oldest, is about... 30, I think. Yeah. Alfred's a little bit younger, maybe 25. Yeah. So they're actually men. They're not just these boy princes. Yeah. They're experienced men. So they both come over to try and maybe take the crown. Uh, but they come separately. So Edward initially faces a bit of opposition, does a little bit of harrying, and then just pops back to Normandy. So is, that, is it actually his arms being taken up now? Yeah, he actually right, goes yeah. over with some people. Um he may have made it to Emma at Winchester before heading back, but either way, he didn't really stay for very long. It didn't go too well. Yeah. Alfred's younger brother came, came over with a band of men where he was met by uh, Godwin. And he was originally going to head to London, but was persuaded to move to Winchester to join his mother. And then this happened, which I'll quote from the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. Let's go. As Alfred and his men approached the town of Guildford in Surrey, 30 miles southwest of London, they were met by the powerful Earl Godwin of Wessex, who professed loyalty to the young prince and procured lodgings for him and his men in the town. The next morning Godwin said to Alfred, I will safely and uh, securely conduct you to London, where the great men of the kingdom are awaiting your coming, that they may raise you to the throne. This he said in spite of the fact that the throne was already occupied by the son of Canute, Harold Harefoot, and he was actually in league with King Harold to lure the young prince to his death. Sure enough, the next day they go off, not to where they were originally going to, though that might be because Alfred had said he wanted to go and see Emma. And then Alfred and his men were seized and tied up, kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Not sure if it was by God- Godwin's men or by somebody else. Most of the men, I think something like nine out of ten, or every nine of ten, uh, were killed. Alfred himself was bundled off to the monastery at Ely, where he was blinded. Oh, again? Blinded. And that's, remember, they love their blindings, but for a prince, that means that he wouldn't have the capacity to be king. Why is this? Uh, Because he'd be blind, he couldn't lead them in battle and Uh, whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that's short stop short of actually killing them which I guess would be more serious somehow right. okay. however they do a very bad job of it and as a result despite being looked after by no <laughs> other way <laughs> oh, right. in a way they do such a good job of it oh, right. that he dies of his wounds how do they blind people skewer yeah I'm thinking yeah something yeah that's going to be yeah, too far that's in the brain isn't it that's hmm. not, yeah. so really quite horrific and this causes obviously quite a bit of scandal because mm. this prince has come over and been 
betrayed came by came Godwin. Came to visit Mum. Yeah. And got it in the eye. And got betrayed. Yeah. Now there's a debate over whether this was a terrible mistake on Emma's part or if it was a trap. By. By well, either Harold or Godwin, because her she writes commissions a history in the 1040s where she claims that Harold faked a letter to tempt the sons to come over and invade so that he could then take them out Mm. and he'd have an excuse. Because in effect, you could say that they were invading. Yeah. They're not the current royal family. The alternative is that Emma was feeling isolated, getting desperate. Half the Canute couldn't come back, so she turned to her alternative source of power, her other sons, and it all went a bit wrong. Either way, Emma goes off into exile in Flanders and Harold is actually elected properly as king in 1037. Yeah, because they've started to make battle and so people are starting to put things on the line and yeah. just make it official. Okay, right. So Harold is now properly king. One of the young princes is dead. The other one's gone off. Emma's gone off. The other king, the actual king, is off. He's looking increasingly isolated, stuck, stuck over in, in Denmark. Denmark, yeah. Okay. However, we now start to see the return of the king. No, not, not a li- again, no. not that's just me being uh, <laughs> frivolous. There's no Lord of the Rings thing here. Emma's still plotting, despite all that's happened. She's still plotting. She wants to get rid of Harold. Yeah. So she's a formidable force. She's not just a consort and wife. She's battling hard yeah. to get her son as king and herself back into power. Hartha Canute's still busy dealing with Magna, so apparently she again tried to persuade Edward um, once he'd gone back to Normandy to launch another invasion. She should have done a deal with um, Magnus. Oh, that would have been outside of the box. Another, if I were king. If I were king, Or yeah. if I were the queen mother. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she tried to persuade Edward, but obviously he's just seen that his brother's been killed and he got kicked out himself, so he politely uh, refuses because there's clearly no support for him in England. No, while... thanks, mother, if that really is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, while there's no gonna, not going to be any support in Nor- Normandy either, because the new Duke William, as we recall, is just a child. Yeah. So yeah. they're not really in a position where they can lend him any military support. So he's mm. got no base yeah. with which to launch an invasion. Um, even when Denmark is secured, which Arthur King is able to do by making a deal with Magnus, he still sees it as a bit of a risk to invade. He's not really one to go all out. Invade back in England? Come back and kick out Harold. Sorry, I've skipped ahead there. Half the Canute makes a deal with Magnus. So Denmark is now secure. And we've got a a king of England, or king of this this empire, but he's he's stuck in his Denmark. Well, he's now only really king of Denmark, because Magnus is king of Norway. Harold's taking the English throne. Yeah. But Hartha Canute's not sure whether he really wants to actually go out and try and get rid of his brother. Sees it as a bit of a risk. Is it step step-brother? Brother, step step-brother brother. or half-brother? Uh, half-brother. Same, ha- same mother? Same father. Same father. Both half sons brother. of Canute. Okay. Right, yeah. So Harold I is king of England. Yeah. Hartha Canute is king of Denmark and should be king of England. Yeah. He's secured Denmark, but he's not sure if he wants to try and secure England as well. However, this is where Emma commissions her history, which is called the Encomium Emmae, uh-huh. history yeah. of Emma. Mm. Um, and this is designed to promote her, promote her line, but it's also something to really promote the moment mm. and inspire people against Harold. Um, so she talks about Sven Forkbeard, who was the man yeah. originally that kicked out Ethelred, talks about Canute, talks about Hartha Canute, who will come along and gloriously... Kick off. Kick Harold off, discredits yeah. Harold for impiety, um, accuses him of being illegitimate, and also obviously the murder of Alfred. Yeah. 
And this is said to have had quite a strong influence on Hartha Canute because it was um, something that would be read out to people. So she would have had it read out to him by someone and he would have heard this story and he was apparently really shocked at what happens to Alfred. So well, he, he would have heard of it, though. Oh, he would have heard of it, but I think the way that it was told... Yeah, it's like watching this is the, Yeah, so the, the, the event happened, everyone talks about it, it's on the news, but then this is the movie of the event. Yeah. This is Flight 93. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's really upset about that. Even though he never actually probably met Alfred, he still had this strong sense of mm. being part of a royal family and was yeah. shocked that this thing had happened and that Harold had yeah. taken his throne. So by 1038-1039, Harthur Canute is genuinely thinking about invading England and getting rid of Harold. Mm. However, in 1039, he learns that Harold is actually seriously ill and likely to die. So Harthur Canute holds back, and then sure enough, in 1040, Harold I dies at just about 25 years old. Uh, after five years. After five years. Uh, Harold's buried, but then Harthur Canute comes along digs up his body, has it thrown into the Thames, as a sign of bad, don't yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. Sign um, of bad, that is a sign of bad. Sign of bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then people who were loyal to Harold then dug him up. No, didn't dig him up, they fished him out yeah. and then reburied him in another cemetery. But all these people were loyal to Harthur um, Canute before. Well, not very loyal because not, they no. just went along with Harold. But they're, they're going to... Okay, that's the next Rex Factor. Yeah, we'll see next time. It's a bit of a problem for them that they've all been supporting the illegitimate king. But this means that Harold is now dead. He's gone. Elgafu of Northampton falls into obscurity because Mm. her other son, Sven, had already died. She's got no more children left and she's not going to be welcome at court by Emma. Yeah. She's in Normandy? Goes off to Normandy? Oh, that's Emma's homeland. I think Elgafu... Well, she just sinks into obscurity. We don't know what happens to her after that. Mm. But nevertheless, the Cold War of the Mothers has been won by Emma. Harold's East. dead. Weird. And Harthur yeah. uh, Canute is king. So that's it for Harold I. As I said, not an awful lot. No, not much to go on there. To go on. But nevertheless, go on we shall. So we review them by a number of factors, give them all the score. We each give ten. Add it up. Let's so, go. First of all... Battleiness! I've got nothing, really. I mean... He doesn't do any fighting. He gets the throne as regent and then just bribes his way to becoming king. Don't like him. Godwin killed Alfred off, who was the only invader, but to be honest, that wasn't really a genuine strong invasion that you could actually have seen as a legitimate threat. If anything, the fact that there's this ongoing dispute with Emma and all these issues means that England's not actually able to send ships and troops to Harthur Canute, which could have aided no. him fighting in Denmark. So if anything, yeah. this all yeah. stops battliness taking place. Emma's just a bit of a fly in the ointment. She's coming up with these rubbish plans, like getting <laughs> the old son over with a band of people to do what? Just get themselves <clears throat> killed. Rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> zero. Well, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, he, does, be he doesn't do anything. Hmm. J- just dies in the end. <laughs> Didn't even fight. Couldn't that's... even win his battle with his disease. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so that's a zero for battliness. Scandal. Well, we've got the murder of Alfred, which is pretty bad. Whether or not it was at Harold's orders or Elgavu's orders, we don't know, but we imagine that they would have approved of Godwin doing this. Mm, yeah, I mean, 0.5. Yeah, I mean, he also steals um, steals some treasure from Emma at I, some point I when she goes off. But I, would, I mean, yeah. it's logical, it's tactical, really. Yeah. Your, your enemy <laughs> yeah. in your country has got the treasure. Around, you're going to do it. Yeah. Mm. 
I don't know, I think he deserves a bit more for the murder of Alfred. I mean, Alfred is a, a legitimate ethling, a legitimate royal prince, and it's a pretty horrible kidnapping and murder. But was it... It's, was more, it than, it's more than nothing. Well, I'm going 0.5, if you need to redress that. <laughs> I'm going to give him a 3. Okay, 3.5. So 3.5 for scandal. I mean, Edward the Elder got 2. I it? mean, he, he had absolutely nothing at all. And Edmund I had 2. Yeah, and I'm not sure they did anything. They should probably got zeros. We were a bit reticent to give zeros early on. Yeah. Whereas Ed- now we're much more absolute. Much more, yeah. <laughs> Ed- the, no, Edmund the Edmund Ironside had zero for scandal. Legend. <laughs> anyway, three and a half for Harold the First. Okay. Subjectivity. No evidence of anything proactive whatsoever. Um, probably not very popular. Probably not very unpopular. Not much happens. No, um, no rubbish. Mm. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't give him a nought. I mean, we gave Edward the Martyr a nought. Everything sort of went wrong. There was disloyalty. Yeah, there was chaos. Wrong. But nothing bad happens. Like with Ethelred the Unready, where you have raping and pillaging and slavery. Yeah. For the whole country, it's not that bad. So he deserves points for bland inactivity, above. Chaos. Okay. And so I'll give him a point for bland inactivity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give him two points for bland inactivity. Okay, that's a very that's stale three. Three for subjectivity. Longevity. Factual one, 1035 to 1040, so that's five years. Those we discussed last time, there's this whole years and months thing. Strictly speaking, it's four years and about four months because he becomes king at the end of November. We should do that. You think so? We're not going to give him a five. No, I think we should go through and actually do it by points. By points. So yeah. well, that will be about well, it'll be just under four and a half. We'll call it four for now. But we it do will... it four point four, though it's not decimalised. It will go up slightly. We'll yeah. call it four for now, but it will go up a little yeah. bit. So something to look forward to, Harold. But <laughs> nevertheless, yeah. When these points come out, you'll see we'll have. Um, yeah. There'll be the longevity won't be quite as clear cut as it could have been. Yeah. Anyway, four for the moment. Dynasty, not the program. Debatable. He was said to have had an illegitimate son, Elfwing, who apparently became a monk. But he has no impact on political life in any country, and it's not certain whether he was really there. He possibly had a son who became a monk. That's. I mean, Dynasty <laughs> yeah. is a factual one because yeah. it's there. But also, but also, if he becomes a monk, that's not doing much for his dynasty, and it might not have been his. No. I think it's got to be a zero, really. I don't think we can credit that as a... a point five. That will just sound... It will sound odd if we say it, you had yeah, half the yeah, child. Okay. Good point. Yeah, nothing to go on. <laughs> nothing to go on, therefore nothing to give for points. So that gives him a grand total of ten and a half, which is our second lowest score behind Edward the Martyr. Yeah, he's rubbish, this chap. But we had nothing to go on. There's just no sources, probably because, as we said, Emma is the one who writes this commissioned history. Mm. and he's not there for long enough to have any kind of legacy. He doesn't have any children, so basically he will be all but written out of history except as this impious, illegitimate, bad usurper. So he doesn't really stand much of a chance. Doesn't stand much of a chance for the next one as well. Well, the next one does actually... No, next next factor. Oh, I see, yes, well, indeed. The, uh... yeah. Well, let's not prejudge. OK, well, let's see, let's see. My final, the final question, does he have that certain element of greatness that elevates him above all other kings, that gives him that star quality, what we call... Rex Factor! 
Well, I'm, pre- I'm, putting, I'm putting them through the machine now. Put it. Bleep, 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 bleep. No. No, it's it definitely does not absolute have nothing. There. It's. I mean, we've just got nothing to go on him, really, have we? There's just nothing there. I mean, it's what every king's after. They're all lining up. They all want it. But I think this guy is at the back, sort of just waiting at the exit with his keys <laughs> in his hand so he, he doesn't miss the rush in the car park because he knows he's not getting it. He has not got the Rex Axis. No. no for Harold the First. Could not emulate your father. Don't have the Rex Factor. Bad luck. Bad luck, but, you know, it's a hard world. So, before we go, we have our weekly thing where we follow how all the different sons are doing, who's in line mm. to take the throne. We've had a few changes uh, in this episode, obviously, so... Prince Watch! So, Ethelred and Emma, you said they had two children, mm. Alfred and Edward, but now Alfred, we have to cross off the list... Blind, can't be a king. Blinded, and then obviously he died. So he gets killed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alfred is dead. No more a challenge to the throne. I mean, is he... Sorry, this is a bit of an aside, but is he blind? Is he killed by his blinding? Yeah, so he's blinded, and then he dies as a result of his wounds. See, I wouldn't call that blinding. I'd call that killing. Well, ultimately, he's... Yes. Yeah, it's I like... mean, I've put blinded and killed. Yeah. Because they did sort of follow each other. Mm. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, he's dead. Yeah, it's like getting, falling or uh, having a car crash and having a whack to the head and death. Died. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alfred died. He was murdered. Yeah. yeah. Via he the eyes. It. He was murdered via eye. That's the official coroner's report. But there's other son, Edward, is still alive. He didn't get captured, so he's still in exile in Normandy. Right. So this Edward's is... still there. Yeah, Normandy. That's still there. Uh, Edmund Ironside also had a son, Edward the Exile, who, as by his name, mm. is in exile, and he's at the royal court in Hungary. Weird. Yeah. That's strange. And okay. he's still going. Yeah. Not really. Why is it uh, they let him there because he's royalty? or? Well, he got shipped off by Canute. Um, but he's all right just chilling out with the king over there because he's... Yeah, it might have been that Canute wanted someone to accidentally knock him into the sea on the way, but they didn't. Ah. So he's in the Hungarian courts... Biding his time. Yeah, learning Hungarian, Indeed. eating goulash. Nobody really knows much about him. In fact, it's not really clear if anyone in England knows whether he's alive or dead at this stage. Mm. But they will find out that okay. he is alive. Canute and Elgafu of Northampton, they had two sons, Sven and Harold, but both of them have died now. So Sven died in 1036, failing to take back the Norwegian crown. Mm. And Harold dies after five years or four years mm. four as uh, King of England. So, Elgford and Northampton, both her sons are dead. However, Canute's legitimate heir with Emma, half a Canute, is back. He's and back. He is now He's king. Ready. King of England. He's there. Next week? Next week, half a Canute, but for now. Cheerio. Fare thee well. <laughs>